Looks like we're live here, outstanding. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Soul Path Podcast. Decided to go live here on YouTube this evening. Just had a lot of stimulating conversation lately. Stuff that causes me to consider what is the difference between what's real and what's not real, kind of fiction and fantasy, what is made up imagination and what is actual divination, for example, right? There's a lot of talk in certain circles these days uh, along the lines of the evolution of consciousness, the unleashing of spiritual gifts, which is a very profound aspect of our humanity. It's something that people are naturally curious about, should be curious about, need to take that journey to experience that. Uh, and at the same time, there's a lot of BS out there for a lack of a you know, better way to say it, right? There's just a lot of bullshit. So how do we cut through the BS and learn how to discern accurately what is real and what is not real for ourselves? How can we know in our heart whether or not when somebody says they are channeling from the divine, that we're actually hearing the voice of God speak through another human being versus we're listening to somebody that's a little bit kind of caught up in like a super ego, right? Like not realizing uh, the distinction between what they imagine is happening and what is actually happening, right? There are plenty of people who imagine that they're talking to God, and some of those people are locked up in little padded rooms. <laughs> some of those people live homeless underneath uh, the, the overpass, right? So mental health is a serious issue. Schizophrenia is a serious issue. Multiple personality disorder, these are serious issues. And these are issues that uh, are, are kind of near and dear to my heart. I have loved loved ones who have struggled with schizophrenia and multiple personality disorder, all of that. And it's it's really, uh, I come at it from an angle of compassion and kindness. It's really hard to watch somebody you love be detached and not able to make sense of life in a coherent way. And at the point in my life when I was experiencing that, I just was, I had to stand back and watch and think, wow, you know, uh, and it didn't seem like any amount of praying or fasting or praying or laying on of hands or speaking of tongues or, uh, you know, shamanic ritual, no amount of burning incense, no amount of uh, sound therapy was able to heal some of this. So maybe, maybe there's something to it, right? Maybe it's not just this thing. Uh, maybe it's real. Crazy is real, right? There are, uh, there are really crazy people in the world and they believe with absolute certainty and conviction that they and their experience of spirituality is, is reality, right? And, and to a certain extent we all do. So let's just be humble and, and say, you know, to, to a certain degree, we all have believe that our experience of spirituality is uh, is real, right? Otherwise, we wouldn't believe it. <laughs> you see how that works, right? We, we have to believe it because it's, it's our experience. And we wouldn't want to deny our experience. We can't really deny our experience. And yet there's something very, very subtle. Uh, the art of subtle distinction between illusion and imagination, between what's real and what's not real. So this is, uh, this is like on each of our own individual paths, you know, the, the process of spiritual maturity, right? We gain greater clarity. If there was uh, a, a hallmark of spiritual maturity or like you have uh, been on that path for a while, it's to be able to discern accurately, to see accurately, to have accurate perception, to be able to, to tell the difference between fact and fiction, between truth and story, right? I mean, it's all story, but some stories are, are rooted in reality and some stories are just a complete distortion of reality. How do we know the difference? And why is this important? It's important because 
if we don't learn how to discern and somebody walking down the street says, hey, by the way, the divine is communicating to me and now we are speaking through he and uh, who stands before you and this is the voice of God telling me to tell you or telling you now uh, to go do this thing or not to do that thing or this is, you know, some life insight. Uh, pause for a second, right? It could be that there's a prophet walking down the street who's channeling the divine and speaking to you. That's a possibility. I'm not going to rule that one out completely, right? So are we open? Are we curious? We don't have to be afraid of that. We just have to be able to discern whether or not we're dealing with some crackpot spiritual fruitcake or if we're dealing with the real McCoy here. Is this like really a uh, gifted individual with a specific ability to tune into, tap into uh, a dimension of reality that I don't have access to and they're now communicating to channeling? Maybe they're channeling a loved one. Maybe they're channeling ancestors. Maybe they're uh, channeling, you know, Akashic records, whatever channeling is going on. How do you know if it's meant for you? Should you receive that and take that as the divine? And I'll use the word, take that as gospel, right? Not, uh, not to be too tongue in cheek here. You know, it's, it's, do we have the ability for ourselves to decide in real time, if somebody shows up and says, I'm speaking on God's behalf, and this is what God says, uh, to accept that or reject that, I mean, we have to, we have to be able to maintain that authority to be discerning. That way we're not deceived and misled into thinking, oh, this person's a spokesperson for God and therefore, you know, the divine is communicating to me through them and I'm going to pay attention because I believe this is the universe talking to me. That's a pretty powerful place to be. Uh, a powerful dynamic, right? If you're if you're in a place where you're like, wow, God is talking to me through this person. Maybe it's a pastor, a preacher, a leader. Uh, maybe it is, you know, the, the street prophet. Maybe it is a divine channel. Maybe it is somebody in a Facebook group. Maybe, it, you know, whoever, wherever you're encountering this kind of experience where you're like spiritually unsure. You're like, huh, you know, I don't know if I buy that or not buy that. You know, it kind of resonates, kind of doesn't resonate. There's some little flags going off, but they seem awfully sincere. You know, they're awfully convinced that they're communicating and channeling the divine. So hell, maybe they are. Uh, and maybe they are, right? Let's just be humble. Maybe they are. Maybe they are. Are we curious? Are we open to receive that if that's the, in fact the case? You know, how do we simultaneously not allow ourselves to be deceived or not to be uh, misled, not to just buy a hook, line and sink or whatever somebody says, <laughs> you know, how do we discern the, the very sincere, crazy person from the very sincere, you know, uh, channel of the divine? I would say that this is not a head level distinction. I would say that most likely in, in any given scenario where you're trying to make discernment like that, there's going to be little flags, like little, little red bells, a little uneasiness. There's going to be something in there that's saying, you know what? Uh, I'm just not sure. If there's any uneasiness at all, I would say take that as an opportunity to just maintain a, a healthy boundary. And then in your own time, when you're not caught up in the magnetism of the individual, right? So when we're, we're communicating with people, uh, you know, I saw a gentleman one time and all of a sudden he's, you know, he's, he opens up and his eyes roll up in his head and he is starting to speak in light language. I'm thinking, wow, this is light language. This is like a new age light language. This isn't like biblical speaking in tongues, which is light language kind of, right? It's like, but it's the same idea. And it sounds even kind of the same. I mean, I've been in circles and seen this happen in, in both places. And so there's very much a propensity in humanity to, to manifest in this way. I've never experienced it. 
Uh, I probably could mimic it sincerely and, and make people think that I was doing it. Just let's be blunt about it, right? It's not that hard. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, there is sincere, I believe, people speaking. Is it in the tongue of angels? Is it light language? What are they speaking? You know, uh, I believe that there are people that are sincerely experiencing that in their own special, unique way. And I also believe that there are people that are complete and utterly full of BS and just out there babbling because they're getting attention for it. So it's this ego hijacking spirituality to get attention, ego gratification, because they uh, have seen it done once because it, man, isn't it feel kind of cool to be a spiritually elevated being? I mean, I'm an ascended master, right? Or are you not? You know, are you or aren't you? I don't claim to be an ascended master. I would never claim to be an ascended master. I would say that anybody is claiming to be an ascended master is possibly not an ascended master, right? Reminds me of a story. I was at a yoga conference uh, and there was an ascended master. <laughs> you know, people come from all around the world, uh, leaders of all levels and of all different flavors and some truly wise and elevated beings. You know, I, I believe in that. Uh, and being in the presence of that, you can feel that and experience that. Well, there's there's also the the other, right, where you're in the presence of an elevated being. You're like, hmm, this kind of feels like Hollywood. You know, this guy's got a lot of bling underneath that rope. So if that's where uh, a, a person's at, then, you know, maybe that's not real sincere. Maybe they're not literally ascended, right? Maybe they, they've only ascended to the level of ego gratification at the grandest possible scale. Uh, so anyway, and this... this uh, a guy is going to come along and he's going to touch everybody on the forehead if you want to, you know, be spiritually activated and all that. And I thought, okay, yeah, that's, you know, and so it's, it's the whole thing was to just be empty, right? To be an empty vessel and be willing to receive the divine gift, the divine light that's channeling through another human being. Again, guys, I'm totally open to this, right? So I'm in line. I mean, why not? If I can get, you know, get the old, like use all the help I can get, right? If this guy can give me a little extra divine light bonus, you know, and I'm as empty and receptive as humanly possible. So in my mind, uh, personally possible, maybe a better way of saying that, uh, not to gratify my own ego. So I get there, I get in line, the guy's doing his thing and, and, uh, kind of the long, awkward silence and I'm just enjoying it. And then finally somebody taps me on the shoulder and it's like, okay, you can leave, you know, like, Oh, okay, great. <laughs> I don't know if I got like a, a second dose or extra serving or what have you. Uh, so I just went over, you know, sat down where I, my yoga mat was at and everybody kind of, you know, milled through the end of the line there. I was toward the end of the line. Anyways, everybody's breaking up and the guy says goodbye, blah, blah. Uh, you know, I'm over and I go over to the sideline. I'm starting getting my shoes on and my, you know, my mat's all rolled up and sitting there. And that, that sagey ascended master comes and he stands right in front of me, <laughs> like right in front of me. And, you know, he's kind of looking over his shoulder at me, you know, and I'm just kind of like, I'm, I'm just, I'm feeling very lighthearted. I'm feeling very open. Like, wow, that was a nice experience. You know, what a great, uh, what a great place to be. And so I, it, it didn't occur to me at the time, but somebody, you know, some people have this capacity to see auras, right? And uh, so everybody's aura is a little bit different. And evidently, uh, my aura is, you know, my aura, right? It's unique kind of a deal. And, uh, I've had some bizarre encounters in life where people were reading my aura and they come up and say something to me about, hmm. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, but Hey, that's cool. I want to learn. Right. So being open and curious, but also learning to discern, is this like 
a crazy woo-woo, you know, spiritual nutcake, or is this like the legit deal? You know what I mean? Like that kind of thing that had been going on. That's been going on in my life for a long, long time. So at this point I'm there and that guy's standing in front of me and I get this distinct impression about what's going on here. He was in my energy, right? Like I was, I felt like, you know, like I said, I was lighthearted and I know in that state, you know, we're said to be open and then potentially glowing. I don't see auras, so I don't really know. But somebody then, uh, after everybody had left, came and said, you know, hey, <laughs> you're glowing. I thought, wow, I feel like I'm glowing, you know, like, yeah, no, I can see it. Like for real, you're glowing. I'm like, that's pretty awesome. And I connected the dots and I realized, you know, this ascended master was standing right in front of me because my glowing evidently and this was the other person telling me that my glowing was encompassing like shining around him so he's trying to stand in my glow like hey look at me glowing over here for anybody that can see the uh the auric field anyway so i just you know was that guy an ascended master i don't believe that he was an ascended master i think that he was uh, a spiritually uh evolved or spiritually advanced to a certain degree but there was a there was a missing point there that uh, maturity just kind of stopped right it got he got caught up in the spiritual gifts and this in the in the yoga sutras in the bibles and all the lineages that teach spiritual gifts there's this there's a there's a a burden of responsibility that comes with it right and a lot of times people think oh i'm gonna get this you know i'm gonna get spiritually woke and activated and i'm gonna align my chakras i'm gonna go out there and walk on water and lay on hands and do some healing and speak in light language and channel the divine and and all that Fabulous. Go for it. Knock yourself out. Run at it with your heart wide open, right? Again, that divine potential, that pure energetic seed that is you, that is a limitless potential. I, I couldn't even begin to imagine what's possible for you in your life. So you have to take that journey with curiosity and excitement about it. But, but again, the art of subtle distinction, right? You have to learn at some point the difference between your imagination and reality, right? So we have to learn to discern whether or not I'm just listening to my ego or listening to the voice inside my head, uh, say this or say that, you know, or if uh, a person feels like I uh, am speaking on behalf of the divine. I mean, I just, guys, can I just be blunt? I mean, that is a really high, high level of, um, assertion right to to make that claim like essentially making the claim of being a prophet you know again there's stories in the bible there's stories in all the wisdom traditions so i'm not ruling out that this is possible uh, i'm just saying that by and large it's probably not authentic the vast majority of the time because the vast majority of the time a human being who is going through this process of activation and spiritual realization is going to get caught up at the level of activating gifts and begin to identify with that wow like i got all these gifts and and that becomes identity so when i understand that my identity has now adopted this divine it's not um you know we are in some sense all divine right we are expressions of divine intent we are divine creatures we create we co-create with the grand essence of everything that is the sum of all the sum and source of all the internal enigma the great mystery of life you know we are part of that intimately connected to and expressing that at all times so yes we are divine yes we are connected to divine yes we are channeling divine at some level in some sense but to say that the words that are coming out of my mouth is a direct channel of divine communication that is a whole nother level of claim right? That's like saying, <laughs> you should listen to me because God's telling you what to do coming out of my mouth. And when somebody's saying that for me personally, 
there are a lot of red flags that go off because uh, you know I've heard this story before, and if I if I look around, uh, I see that a lot of the a lot of the uh, peeps you know that are making these kind of claims are pretty awfully human, and they still suffer from their own humanity and their own foolishness and their own damn ego, right? So this is just another human being. I can choose to listen and receive and be open to the fact that maybe God is talking to me through that person. This is how I handle that, right? In my, at the mental level, this is how I receive that. Uh, when I was young and I realized I could learn anything, I realized I can learn anything from anyone. I can learn what not to do from somebody that's doing something stupid, for example. But I can learn a lot just from observation. I can learn a lot from my own stupid, foolish mistakes, right? Uh, but I can learn from anyone. So if somebody's telling me that they are communicating or channeling the divine. And if they're like out there and speaking in third person and really getting into it, like fully on convinced that they're speaking in the divine, uh, then I have a choice to make. You know, I could call BS and, you know, go clashing in and challenge that and be like, <laughs> I'm not buying it. Prove it. You know what I mean? Like, prove it. I want, I want to see some levitation here. Like, okay, God, you want me to listen to this person? You want me to know that this person, not just some crazy crackpot? you know, not some curbside prophet. Like, how, how do I know? Show me, God, you know, open my mind here. Speak to my heart. Give me a sign. You know, rainbows and unicorns would be nice because I'd like to know real clear here right now. Burning bush, you know, uh, what? You name it. Oh, don't be a doubter, right? We have to have faith as small as a mustard seed and then that childlike faith and all that kind of stuff uh, is is the exhortation of uh, traditional Western religion, right? And then of course the openness and the and the malleability of more modern, you know, evolved consciousness, right? Looking at it from that new age perspective, you know, spiritual activation, spiritual gifts, spiritual realization. Yeah, yeah, sure, okay. Uh in in that moment, you know, I have to discern. Is this person spiritually activated or are they just batshit crazy? I have to make that discernment. That's a personal decision. Everybody's got to make that discern, uh, make that decision for themselves. And Here's why I'm sharing this. It's because I've been in some groups recently where there are a lot of people, big numbers of people, hundreds of thousands of people getting together and sharing and talking about the spiritual journey, like the Soul Path podcast, for example. But there are groups, right? There are people that are plugging in, like-minded, and there are some traditional groups and there are non-traditional groups and there are, you know, new age groups. There's every imaginable kind of group, right? So we find that tribe, our true vibe tribe, the people that we vibe with. Now, I can vibe in a lot of different groups, but I go in these groups and I'm there and I'm engaging. And we're talking about the spiritual journey and yes, because it's near and dear to my heart. But then I see somebody do this, uh, this, this channeling or this, that, and the other. And I have to pause and evaluate in that moment. Is this sincere and authentic or is this imagination and ego, right? So I'm trying to make that discernment in the moment while simultaneously being open and receptive to the fact that maybe God's talking to me. I mean, God's always talking. Life's always talking. The divine's always talking. How do you want to define it? However, a lot of times when I'm certain, I'm not saying this like, oh, maybe, you know, maybe uh, that person might have been a little bit like 50-50, they're full of it, right? No, I'm saying like with absolute certainty, some people are completely full of it. And I can tell you right when it's on the spot, like here it is, it's ego on grand, grand display. The ego has identified itself as divine. Understand that the ego has identified itself as divine. And when the ego has identified itself as divine, we are a long way from reality. And a lot of this uh, uh, 
lofty spiritual gifting, right? Whether it's light language or speaking in tongues or, you know, all this kind of stuff, this channeling that, again, not to diminish or take away from the authentic and seer divine spiritual expression that is potential and happens, you know, and has happened throughout the history of humanity across the spectrum of humanity. Notwithstanding that, back into the present day, when we're engaging in groups and we're trying to make that discernment in the moment, we have to know. Because if we're receiving this and believing that this is divine communication and it's not, where does that lead us? Right? I think that it probably, it's like the blind leading the blind. I mean, maybe it's leading us toward a cliff. Uh, maybe it's leading us into misery and suffering. Maybe it's leading us into confusion or deeper into the house of mirrors, the mental mirage, which I think is most often where it leads. Uh, it's just, it's an ego echo, echo chamber. It's like, bam, bam, like, oh, wow, you know, now I'm in the presence, you know, I'm in the presence of an enlightened being and I ascend a master. And so now the, the ascended master is giving my ego attention. I'm giving the ascended master's ego attention. This is, this is happening. It's a head level thing. And it's all imaginary. It's all created. It's all story. In, in the midst of that, there is still the divine connection, right? There is still the, uh, aspect that there are two divine creatures communicating. So yes, there is divine communication, you know. However, is it being received as the voice of God, the universe talking right now? Like, uh, without question? You know, does that make sense? Like, you have to stay curious, you have to stay open. The subtle art, or the art of subtle distinction. Can you receive with grace what you hear? Can you evaluate it at the soul level, not the mental level? Get out of the head for a second. That's where we get caught. Does it make sense? Try to not try to, you know, we can get triggered. We can get lost in language. We can get all caught up in that and, you know, literally not be able to see past the end of our nose, right? We can convince ourselves of anything. Think about all the limiting beliefs that we have. Think about all the stuff that we believe that is not actually true. There's no end to it, right? So, uh, Knowing that, just being honest, like we're part of the human condition is that I can convince myself of anything, right? I'm pretty much always convinced that I'm right because if I didn't, if I wasn't convinced that I was right, then I wouldn't believe what I believe. I wouldn't think what I think. And this is the same, I believe, for everybody. It's a part of the human condition, my, my opinion. So when I'm making this distinction, I'm not thinking about it. I'm trying to sense it here. And... This is a ripe opportunity to talk about where discernment comes from. Accurate perception is a, is a specific application of the mental function, right? So this is a, a spiritually rendered uh, use of the mind. Make sense? A spiritually rendered use of the mind. That means that, that through the inner awareness, the spiritual awareness, I'm now using my mind and bringing it to bear like a tool to grab a hold of something, to twist it, to take it, to carve it, to do what have you. And... When I'm discerning, there's there's an aspect of that, but the initial impression actually comes from something deeper than. So by the time that our mind is engaging the mind of another person through communication, through language, there's already been a whole lot of communication going on at the subconscious level, at the energetic level. So the, the electromagnetic field around our heart is so much bigger, more powerful than our mind. We feel and perceive somebody long before we think and identify. And that's even another layer of gut level, right? And you know, you have 40 million neurons in the heart, you know, there's neurons in the gut. Uh, we're an intelligent antenna. So we're always getting this information. 
And that's the root of discernment, right? So if we're trying to engage and discern and figure out, is somebody telling me the truth or not telling me the truth? Is this actually God talking to me? Is this really a divine channel or is this actually just a crackpot? You know, I'm trying to discern that. It's not a head level discernment. When we get caught up in the language, that's how we get uh, whipped up. That's how people end up in cults, right? We end up in, in clubs that are very, very exclusive because we've been caught up in the language and that language leads us into the illusion deeper so that we're, we become incapable, uh, you know, eventually we become, there's no tangible point of reality, right? Because we're so caught up and identified with the story that's based on illusion. So that's a very uh, real thing that happens. Again, at the beginning was talking about the, uh, you know, people that are suffering from the very real uh, schizophrenia, multiple personality disorder, things like that. It, it's, it's a real condition. And we're all, you know, at some sense, you know, not in the clinical sense by any means, but in some sense, we're all capable of that, of that fracturing of identity and, and of buying into something that is not based on reality. So it's just kind of part of having a human brain and how it works. So when we're trying to discern that subtle distinction is not a head level distinction, learn to get out of the head and into the heart because the heart is perceiving the energetic intention of the other person long before the mind is ever there. And so again, uh, maintaining that initial boundary, being open and curious, right? So we need to be, we need to be open and curious, not, not afraid, not fearful, not like, oh my gosh, you know, is this person trying to trick me? Or uh, I don't believe it. It's a bunch of BS. So I'm just shutting down. I'm closing down. I'm, I'm rejecting somebody else's spiritual expression. I mean, that happens and that's not necessarily, it's not always good and it's not always bad, but let's just say it's preferable to stay open and stay curious and trust. Trust the authority of your own heart. Trust the authority of your own spiritual um, inspiration, your own spiritual wisdom, your own innate wisdom, your inner knowing, that deep knowing. You can discern fact from fiction, truth uh, from falsehood, imagination from reality at the heart level. You can know without, uh, without having to get up in the story, without having to put a label on it. You can just know and you could say to yourself, I just know, <laughs> you know, like I don't have to trust this person. I can listen and receive what they're saying, but I, I don't honestly believe that they are speaking on behalf of God. You know, I just don't. Um, and that's an okay place to be. We can do that with humility. We can do that without being, uh, you know, confrontational about it and all that kind of stuff. But here's a question for you. You know, here's something that I'm, I, mean, I guess I'm actively chewing on this as I, as I see this happening in groups and I see people buying into at times what I know is it's clearly somebody that is not what they are claiming to be. Like this is the classic, not really <laughs> a spiritually gifted person or a spiritually ascended master or whatever. It's just somebody out there with the ego. They got the right la uh, language. They got the words. They got the vibe. They got the feel. And people are buying it hook, line, and sinker because people are wanting it. We're out there looking for leaders. We're out there looking for uh, ascended masters. We're looking for wisdom, right? So people are buying it even though what they're buying into is not based on reality. It's not true. Uh, and I can look at it two ways here. One way is they'll look at it and say, well, they're getting what they need for where they're at. And if it's helping them grow, great. You know, evaluate the fruit by its tree, in other words. So in that sense, uh, in the sense that everything is connected and this is all uh, a divine expression at the whole, then yes, there's there's divine working in there and helping people grow at where they're at. So there's that aspect of it, right? Simultaneously looking at it and thinking... If this person is not who they pretend to be and their ego is getting gratification from all these other people's adoration, 
you know, that's a little bit sick. That's a little bit wrong because it changes, uh, it changes the dynamic, the social dynamic. And so now what if this person is in a, you know, they're claiming to be an ascended master or a divine channel or what have you. And all of a sudden they're monetizing on that, right? Because people believe that they're really hearing literally the voice of God come through this other human being and they're speaking, uh, what feels like and appears to be truth into their life. And so they're, they're into it. Well, if they're getting, um, ripped off essentially, right? By the hustle, by the slick person that has high EQ, you know, somebody that's able to read people and, and be in that. I mean, I, it's stereotypical, right? It happens, uh, it happens in Christianity. I, I guarantee you it happens in Buddhism and Hinduism and Judaism and Islam. You know, there are false prophets. There are people that are pretending to be, uh, you know, pious spiritual leaders, but in reality, they're just people out there, you know, craving attention and, and seeking to use the innate human need to seek out spiritual leadership to their own advantage, just to gratify their ego and line their pockets. And it just breaks my heart. It not only breaks my heart as it pisses me off. And it, how do you, how do I, this is the question, you know, how do I help in that situation? Do I stand up in the middle of the room and wave my hands and say, Hey, Hey, hey time out, everybody. Hey, I got a few questions here and ask pointed questions that might uh, potentially portray the ascended one in a, in a negative light. Well, that's kind of humiliating. That's conflict, right? That's challenging. There are going to be those that defend and those that hear, I don't know if that's a good thing. It's kind of messy, right? Do I uh, directly approach the spiritual leader and call them out and confront them right there in front of God and everybody? Like, believe me, you know, if anybody, you know, we all have a gift, right? My gift is the gift of discernment, buddy. <laughs> you know, I see clearly and accurately what is and isn't bullshit. And I'm calling bullshit on you, right? So if that was the 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 mode, you know, how to, how to make the sense of it, right? I don't know. Does that, it just kind of leads to conflict. So, you know, what's the practical solution? And this is what prompted the podcast. The practical solution is to share kind of that systematic process. How do we learn to fine tune the subtle art of discernment, that subtle distinction? It's a, it's not a head level distinction. We can't evaluate somebody's spiritual authenticity based on their language alone. We can't evaluate somebody's spiritual authenticity based on, on the vibe or the garb or whether or not they're wearing a robe or they've got rings on or whatever. We can't evaluate somebody's spiritual authenticity based on their own conviction. Right? Somebody can be so totally convinced and so passionate and so on fire about what they're saying, that doesn't necessarily mean that what they're saying is true or right. Right? We understand that, I think, at the logical level. So it's not evaluating at the head level. It's not evaluating at the language level. Language level. It's evaluating at the heart level, at the level of intuition, of deep inner knowing, of spiritual discernment. Can you feel the intention of the individual? Can you sense that? Can you sense the truth in their words? Or sense the, the error in their words? Can you see the part that's good and also see the part that's a little bit distorted, that's just a little bit human? If somebody's claiming to be a channel of the divine, then you should be able to clearly see the divine presence shining through. Can you also discern and see or make the distinction of where the ego or the mind or the humanity that is still there in that person, right? Even if we receive that this person is channeling and, and divine communication is coming through, we're receiving that, we're open, we're curious, uh, we still need to be able to maintain an accurate distinction between the person's innate divinity, potential spiritual gift, and the fact that they're still human, right? So the ego is still there, the mind is still there. And if you can't identify it, red flag, <laughs> it's there somewhere, right? Like, 
that's uh, it's really hard to sometimes question somebody. For example, to go back to the story of the yoga, the yoga guy, the guy in the white robe, you know, I wouldn't want to question or challenge that guy in the group because, I mean, there were people there that were like, you know, washing the guy's feet. They really believed that he was an ascended master. And so uh, it would just be my ego coming crashing into the party to try to make a big hoop about it. Right. So I need to be able to receive what I can receive from this guy without allowing myself to get caught up in the story. And uh, that's that's kind of the secret. Right. It's humility. It's humility and it's honesty. Honestly, in my heart, you know, I don't know whether to believe or not believe this. And if that's the case, if you find yourself at that point uh, in, in, the, in the evaluation of somebody's spiritual authenticity of a, a ascended master or a leader or a channel or what have you, uh, if you're at that point, and you're just not sure whether to believe or not believe. That's a good, good indication. It's a good point to just take a step back, take a step back, take a deep breath, maintain that boundary. Because again, just like that, uh, long before we're communicating at the level of language, head level communication, we've felt somebody else's presence. We're engaging at that level. Uh, we can feel it at that level. We, we need to maintain uh, healthy boundaries at that energetic level. Does that make sense? So open and curious can be there behind boundaries, healthy boundaries, where I don't have to believe what this person is saying. I don't have to take them at face value. I have every divine right, every authority within myself to make that distinction, to learn, to make that discernment, learn how to discern at the heart level. Maybe I just need to take a step back and evaluate, you know, how does this feel? Does it feel right? Does it not feel right? And then again, feeling, let me just hold on to that word for just a second, because I'm not talking about emotion, not like rah, rah, charismatic. Yeah, this guy's amazing. You know, holy smokes. I need a little, get a little bit of this guy's glitter, right? We can get caught up in charisma and, and, and all of that kind of stuff. This is how, again, cult leaders are, are gone. People are out there actively making outrageous claims and people are believing them every single day. So this is, this is part of humanity, right? It behooves us as individuals to learn how to discern and make the distinction. We just have to. Then if we don't, I mean, I guess, uh, like a sheep being led to slaughter, right? I mean, if, if you fail to make the discernment, if you fail to take that time to take that step back to, to tap in to what's going on here, if you just get caught up in the excitement or caught up in the language, uh, again, where does that path lead? I don't know. So guys, that's, uh, that's my heart today, tonight. It's all just, it's heavy on my heart. You know, how, how best to, uh, help people in that situation? How best to help somebody that is, that is clearly being deceived? Do I, I mean, do nothing and stand by? I honestly, I can't, I have to say something. That's why I'm doing the podcast, right? And those group discussions, I got to say something, you know, I'm glad that at that yoga retreat, somebody up came up and said something to me and we had that conversation about it. Uh, have the conversation about it you know, question everything, let, you know, like zoom over to the atheist camp for a minute, be totally skeptical and question everything and then see, uh, see what fits, you know, what, what fits with reality and make room for some magic, make room for some metaphysical, make room for the spiritual journey, make room for infinite, infinitely diverse spiritual expression, right? Make way for divine intent, you know, a curious exploration of infinite potential. This is what's driving the cosmos, right? As much as it's driving the conversation, as much as it's driving any divine channeling or tarot card reading or laying on of hands or any other spiritual gifts, spiritual manifestation, those things are actually happening. Uh, it's just important to discern what is and isn't authentic, right? What is and isn't 
distorted? What is and isn't actually deception? You know, to what degree are we being deceived? To what degree are we being self-deceived, right? In the moment, maybe we want to believe. Maybe we're like, you know what? I really need to believe that this guy is is actually the uh, the ascended master. I need to believe that because I need an ascended master right now. Maybe that's where we're at. Uh, but again, not evaluating that at the head level. We have to learn to listen to the wisdom in our heart. You know, is this true, authentic, actual spiritual expression, or is this just ego all cloaked up in some pious robe or some sparkly, you know, new age bullshit, you know, depending on where you're at, you know, you're going to get, you're going to get both. And, uh, anyway, so that's my, my heart is just to share that and have this conversation so that we can all together elevate our discernment, right? Learn. It's important to, to honor the gifts, but it's also important to evaluate them and, and call it out potentially. If somebody's out there making claims that are not true, I'm not sure that we should just let that one go. But hey, I'd like to know what you think about that, right? So that's the that's the two forks, just to, to let it go and then see the good in it or to say, hey, you know what? That's not right for people to be deceiving other people, calling it channeling the vine and then pocketing the money, right? It just doesn't feel right to me. It feels wrong to me. So that's why I had to say something. And that's been the, uh, the content here for this episode of the Soul Path Podcast. It's been a big uh, a big week, actually. A lot of interviews last week. This week, I didn't schedule any interviews. I've been finalizing the Soul Path Masterclass. The Soul Path Masterclass is the bomb. I'm super excited about it. So it's like uh, like 30 videos, right? Over five hours of content, training people how to get connect ahead with the heart and figure out who they were born to be, what they were born to do, to create that meaningful action plan to define their mission to go out there and make that happen. So I'm excited to be sharing that here. I'll be leaking out little, uh, uh, what are they called? Like sneak previews, like trailers, right? I want to share because it's just, it's just been fun. Uh, it's been a process. It's been over a year making this masterclass and uh, just wanting to make sure I'm doing it right, that I'm honoring my heart, uh, sharing the experience that's life's taught me so I can share and we can share together. And we can grow faster. So Excited about that. And with that, guys, it's been great. I've seen people popping in and out. Always fun. I just thought I'd jump on and go live this evening while I record the podcast. I'll get it uh, edited and uploaded this evening. And of course, the live will be here. So please, if you're enjoying the conversation, like and subscribe. You got questions, drop them down below and feel free to engage the conversation because I'm here for you. So with that, peace. I hope you guys have a terrific evening and I look forward to connecting with you again soon. I'm out. <laughs> All right. There we go. Hmm.